0: Folks, I want to welcome you all to On the Edge with K.A. Owens. I'm K.A. Owens, and we're broadcasting from the top of the Habern Building in Louisville, Kentucky. This is 106.5 FM, and this is Forward Radio. So if you go to forwardradio.org, you can find out a little bit more about this station. And also, we're live streaming now, so you can go to that website, click on a button, and you can listen to us anywhere in the world. Folks, uh, we're we're very lucky to have uh, Mark Murphy here with us today. Mark Murphy is a practicing attorney here in Louisville, former commonwealth attorney of at Jefferson County. Uh, former uh, commissioned officer in the United States military, and now also uh, the editorial cartoonist for the Courier-Journal newspaper, and also, just as a note, that is, he helped organize and lead one of the biggest uh, sort of white folks' march to support uh, Breonna Taylor back in 2020. So, Mark, uh, welcome to our show.
1: I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation, K.A.
0: So folks, uh, today we're going to talk about the um, insurrection in Washington, D.C., the domestic terrorism that occurred in uh, Washington, D.C., where uh, people who were uh, motivated, instigated uh, by the President of the United States... uh, 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 invaded the capitol building and had the uh, the senators and the uh, United States representatives uh, uh, hiding under their desk and or fleeing for their lives so um, Mark what's your take on the, uh, the insurrection in Washington D.C. Uh, uh, last week
1: well I never thought like a lot of people uh, that we would ever see anything like that and uh, that said Um, I actually have to contradict myself, and it, on the other hand, wasn't a surprise to me at all. Um, As as regrettable as it was, and just how heartbreaking it was, as somebody who uh, sees that this country, though flawed, has a a great deal of potential, which it has never met, but it has the potential. Um, It has the founding uh, foundational documents and, I think, a system of government that if, if peopled by uh, citizens and elected officials who are operating in good faith and in the interest of the people, you know, we could, we could do a lot of things. Uh, we've never done those things, or we have rarely done those things. The, in, the insurrection, the—I'm not going to call it a riot—the um, attempted coup, uh, the criminal activity that was conducted by uh, Republicans, And followers of Donald Trump uh, was, as you said, Ka. To me, and I'm a former prosecutor. I prosecuted in three different jurisdictions, state and federal. Um, I work daily in the criminal law, and to me, there's very little question that serious criminal charges can be levied against elected officials. Now, you know, the FBI has already. I read today they've identified 100 of the, uh, uh, the people who entered the Capitol, um, and that those people, many of those people, will be prosecuted. And I think that's fine, and they should be. Um, but the real problem we have is that even afterwards, elected federal Republican uh, Party officials uh, were willing to defend uh, their own actions. And, of course, the President of the United States, going all the way to the very top, I think, should be charged with federal felonies for inciting the violence that occurred. Now, there's uh, going to be some ultimately good legal questions and arguments about whether he could be charged with the murder uh, of of the Capitol Police. Uh, You know, there's a concept called felony murder. If you and I, K.A., walk into a drugstore to rob it, and I tell you, before we walk in, K.A., no violence, no guns, no shooting, and you tell me that you agree. In other words, I never have the intention of anybody having uh, undergoing any harm, but we walk into a drugstore to rob it, and during that robbery, I look over and you have shot a man in the head. Um, I can be uh, imprisoned for the murder of that man, even though it was specifically contrary to my own instructions, um, and to our agreement, because I participated in a felony with you and somebody ended up dead. Well, in my opinion, um, all the Republicans, and you know the list of names, uh, as well as the president could be charged similarly. You know, and there's one other aspect of this, too, um, those are the people that incited the riot, that incited uh, the, the, the crime of breaching the Capitol. We're learning now that there are quite possibly Republican elected officials who helped plan it, at least helped uh, the, the people who were planning it know who was in the building, where, when, helped them get through, it looks like we're near to finding out whether or not uh, it was, in fact, an inside job and whether the Capitol Police were told, in some respects, to stand down. So. You know, my thoughts are pretty well-focused, K.A. I apologize if I offend anybody by saying those things, but I think that the failure to recognize that and the failure to at least explore that... I haven't convicted anybody. I haven't sent anybody to prison. It's not my job, and that's what the criminal justice system is for.
0: But I think that it has to be pursued. Well, I also think that, uh, you know, some people might say we need more laws and more police. We have plenty of laws and plenty of police... The reason that uh, those folks uh, in Washington were allowed to walk up to the Capitol building and walk inside is because they were white. I mean, uh, Malcolm Nance, who's the black uh, national security expert, he said that... uh, uh, the, the Capitol Police Department has 2,000 people to protect nine buildings. And actually, I looked it up, they have 2,200 people to protect nine buildings. So, uh, so uh, I mean, if you put 200 on each corner, you have an outer perimeter, an inner perimeter. As soon as folks across the outer perimeter, you start launching tear gas, uh, 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 pepper bullets. Uh, then you start firing a, 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 a rubber bullets and uh, beanbag rounds. And uh, there's no question those people would have turned around. You have helicopters overhead uh, dropping tear gas from overhead. The capital police could have handled it by themselves if they were orient- oriented oriented toward doing that. There are plenty of police uh, we have. Uh, we don't need active duty military. That is, uh, uh, there are plenty of police forces that the president Trump mobilized. Uh, he had U.S. marshals, border border patrol. Uh, uh, various federal police agencies operating in, in, inside uh, the United States on um, to you know quote unquote, to protect federal buildings, protect federal property. So uh, all during the Black Lives Matter protests of the spring and summer, so we've got plenty of warm bodies with badges. They just weren't deployed in Washington to protect the Capitol. Don't need any more uh, laws. Don't need any more police. And we don't need the military. That is the active-duty military to get involved. We have the warm bodies. That is, uh, the National Guard should have been called up earlier uh, 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 in force to protect the Capitol building, Uh, and that's what the National Guard is for. Now, it is sad that uh, uh, because of our constant uh, uh, wars in Afghanistan and uh, uh, Iraq, that is, you know many many of our national guard members our combat veterans because they've been called up for a year to go to uh, uh iraq and then for another year to go to afghanistan so uh, our national guard uh, members are very very experienced so uh uh so uh personally i think that uh, 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 uh on thursday after the, uh, the wednesday uh the president should have been impeached and on uh, on Friday. Uh, he should have been convicted in the Senate, and Saturday he should have been dragged out out of out of the White House into the housetalk. So, uh, uh, so for president of the United States to instigate, motivate, lead an assault on an equal branch of government. Uh, uh, I mean, others have used this analogy. Uh, uh, Pearl Harbor, nine eleven, and Wednesday, January the sixth. Uh, very, very sad days for the United States of America. So, uh, of the darkest days in our history. Exactly. Yes. So, uh, so the question is, all uh, uh, oh. and then of course people still supporting the president and acting as if. Well, uh, he's only got a few more days left. Why impeach him? That sort of thing uh, makes no sense whatsoever to- uh must be impeached must be removed uh and the Republican party of course needs to erase the stink of Trumpism for its own good and I do think uh Senator McConnell has some ideas. In that direction, but it, I, I feel like he's bargaining with it because right now, Senator McConnell is really, uh, uh, really one of the most powerful people in the con- in the country. Because if he decides to call the Senate back right this minute and uh, uh, convict Trump, it'll be done. So, uh, uh, so that's kind of uh, uh, where we are. Uh, so. Where do we go from, now, from here, Mark? I mean, is this America? Uh, when you look at um, the majority of white women in America voted for Trump not once, but twice. Uh, that has to be commented on. Uh, uh, to borrow a little bit from uh, your friend R- Ricky Jones, he said that uh, uh, the people in Kentucky, uh, uh, they don't like McConnell. They love him. I, w- I would say that uh, a lot of white people in America, they love Trump. Uh, <laughs> that's what I would say. They love him. They don't like him. They love him. So to borrow to, to borrow a little bit from Ricky. So uh, where do we go from here, Mark?
1: Well, I agree with what you said, and I, you know, one thing I think about, one thing that I was thinking about while I was watching uh, uh, the assault on the Capitol was uh, I, I wish that the, uh, the United States Capitol. And the United States Senate literally meaning the senators and the United States Congress literally meaning the human beings who were uh, there uh, behind the door uh, that was uh, being battered down after the uh, invaders had already uh, found their way onto the Senate floor. I wish that the United States Capitol had been protected as well as the T-Mobile store on 4th Street uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, was when um, peaceful protesters, were assaulted in the manner that you described for no reason uh, walking down Jefferson Street and I was among them you know I was tear gassed by national uh, not by National Guard I was tear gassed by members of the Louisville Metro Police Department uh, for walking down Jefferson Street uh, there uh, uh, we can go further perhaps at another time about how you um, uh, some of those who claim to have been associated with the peaceful protest later committed some very minor acts of violence, very sporadic, very minor, and 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 um, uh, nothing that deserved that response. And in my opinion, it was it was caused by the chaos and violence that was visited upon um, the area by the police. But yeah, I mean, if only we could have protected the capital the way that uh, uh, the uh, the police have protected city streets uh, from, from nothing at all but by, but peaceful protesters since this summer. Um, and where we go from here, K.A., the problem that we have, and for the longest time, I think that the, the battle cry from, uh, from uh, Democrats and from the left had been, we have to get rid of Donald Trump. And I think that uh, as, as the years were on of the Trump presidency and, and now, it's in stark, stark uh, 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 vision we see that the problem isn't just Donald Trump. Uh, Trump was an example and a symptom. Uh, he he did his job. Uh, he was allowed to do his job by none other than Mitch McConnell, um, who I give no credit for at this time, and as you say, he is, I think he is, has the potential and has been it, the most powerful person in the United States at at various times during these last several years as the Senate Majority Leader, and he could have convened the Senate trial the moment after um, the impeachment proceedings were finished in the House, but he's not going to do that because Mitch McConnell is never going to do the right thing. He's going to do the thing that most suits him or the party. Period. The party being now, and this is maybe the uh, the inflection point for him, it's no longer the Republican Party. This isn't a Republican Party where you and I, as a Republican and a Democrat, KA can argue over whether or not supply-side economics is a valid uh, way to manage an economy, or whether or not we should be engaged in um, uh, even in the Paris Climate Treaty. I, I don't think that's an ar- a good argument. But nonetheless, that that's a regular political argument. Um, what we're talking about now is a political party that from the top to the bottom, and when I say the bottom, let's say, putting aside with all due respect, dog catchers and, de- and, elected, and elected magistrates, um, you know, the, uh, a, 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 certainly at the low end of being a Republican elected official or a Democratic party elected official is, is being an older person, uh, um, you know, on the city council, still important, or a state representative. And so, if you go all the way from Donald Trump through the Republican Party and you don't stop going down the chain of command, if you will, all the way to the Kentucky state representatives who are standing in the House of Representatives now in the Kentucky legislature and filing bills of um, impeachment against Andy Bashir. Now, you can argue that uh, what Andy Bashir has had to do for the last year during this pandemic. Um, uh, certainly, it's been challenging. And, and perhaps he took some uh, good steps and perhaps he took some bad steps. But that's what, that's what argument's for. That's what political debate is for. That's what tweaking uh, legislation is for. But to take the step in the middle of a pandemic, as they have, and file a bill, a bill of impeachment uh, is an example of who the Republican Party, from top to bottom, with some exceptions. Our Secretary of State Adams, for instance, in the state of Kentucky, um, appears to have fallen to, to the earth from Mars, uh, because he's not this typical Republican. <laughs> he appears to be trying to do the people's will, and he's, a, a, by all accounts, a good person. Um, but more or less putting him aside and very few other people that I can think of, from top to bottom, the Republican Party has resorted and is willing to resort to the most radical, obscene, dangerous—and here's the thing—dishonest measures. You know, one of the reasons that so many people descended upon Washington, D.C. on January 5th and 6th was because they had been lied to for months by the president of the United States and by the people who enable the president of the United States—and I'm not just talking about Fox News. Again, my focus is on elected Republican officials that he had actually won the election and that they were being cheated out of an election. That's the whole steal the vote, uh, you know, uh, uh, program. And, and so to get to your question specifically, and I apologize, where do we go from here? I think that there has to be accountability first. Uh, President Biden, you know, well-intentioned. Uh, others like him, well-intentioned, who have called for unity and healing and all of those things. Um, Like any woman who's ever been in an abusive relationship, um, there can be no healing until there's accountability. And what we have now is a nation that is a battered woman. And we've got the police and the batterers telling us that we need to forgive and forget and move on. And we may be ready to move on. But not until we get rid of this poison, um, because with, even with Donald Trump gone, QAnon's not leaving, Fox News isn't leaving, parlor's not leaving, um, uh, you know, there's—we can't have an inauguration ceremony. The mall's closed. There's a serious secu- and very real security threat in our own state capitol, um, where the legislature is meeting to make laws and try to keep us safe and keep us healthy. As It is in other capitals across the nation. And this is all, and and I'm I'm very happy to say this, I'm not hesitant in any regard, K.A., this is all the fault of the currently elected Republican representatives in the Senate, in Congress, and in the state legislatures, and in the governor's offices, and all the way to the president. And so where do we go from here? We've got to look back first. Um, Sure, there's things that need to continue to be done, but we have to spend time, as much as I hate the fact that we have to do this because we have serious problems, obviously in the state of Kentucky, in the city of Louisville, and in the United States of America. But while or before we address those things, we have to hold the people who did this damage and who continue to want to do this damage accountable. And if accountability means criminal prosecution, fine. If accountability means censure, Fine. If accountability means that they're they're uh, uh, thrown out of office, fine. And if accountability means that they wear the mark of this beast the rest of their careers, fine too. That's where I'm at on that.
0: So, Mark, we have uh, some Republicans uh, saying that they're afraid to vote to uh, impeach or remove Trump because they fear for their lives that's what they are saying and and i'm saying uh, welcome to the club uh <laughs> you know uh, uh welcome to the club because black people of you know just ordinary black folk have been of, of, of of you know fearing for their lives from their own police departments that they've been uh, taxpayer money supporting for all of these years and uh, no one was concerned uh, so uh, uh also that these Republicans who say they're they fear for their lives from trump supporters well that is a a poison that they've been nurturing uh I mean they could have uh, you know wiped out trumpism uh, uh, years ago but they didn't so, I, I, I mean, my feeling is that Republicans who say they're afraid, they need just to, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, buck up, you know. Yeah, take That's, a seat.
1: The, um, when you think about the, the nearly unbelievable fact that there are credible, um, non-alarmist uh, congresspeople, uh, elected officials, uh, who uh, happen to be Democrats, who were afraid during the siege that the officer, the, the Capitol Hill officer, Capitol uh, police officer who appeared to be helping them, or even that their own Republican colleagues were actually there to do them harm. I, I mean, it's 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 truly unimaginable. And so the fact that now these people don't have the courage, and, and they're afraid of two things. They're afraid, as they say now, uh, of... Of physical violence, the Republican representatives who voted, who didn't vote the way that you know the uh, the radical right wanted them to vote, they're afraid for their lives, they say. But all of them are afraid. All of them who 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 have perpetrated this fraud upon us, um, the electoral fraud, the story that there was electoral fraud, which was itself a fraud, of course. Um, and even just countenancing countenancing and working on behalf of this Trump administration. Those people are afraid of of losing their jobs. The electorate has been so um, uh, radicalized on the right that all a person needs to do, apparently, because when you look at these absolute clowns, and, you know, the Democratic Party has got some interesting people in its ranks as well, but when you want to look at dangerous disingenuous or or lying clowns that the Republicans have put into Congress right now. It it appears that all you had to do to get elected was to say that the Democrat you're running against was either a communist or or even just a liberal, but mostly you could call them a communist. Certainly you could call them a socialist, even though it wasn't true, and that, um, you know, uh, they were going to take your guns, and also God wanted you to vote for them. You know, the white Christian church is as much to blame in all of this as anybody is. Um, but, it, you know, it isn't just those, those uh, obviously crazy Republican congressmen who are doing this. Mitch McConnell ran against Amy McGrath, um, who in any other era would have been considered a mainstream Republican. And Mitch McConnell ran, uh, you know, tens of millions of dollars of TV advertising against Amy McGrath, accusing her of being a socialist. Which, to anyone who knew, is utterly laughable. But clearly, to the average voter in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, that's all they needed to hear. Even though Mitch McConnell has quite literally never done a thing for those people. Except, apparently, protect them from socialists. Uh, He's kept them poor.
0: He's kept them poor.
1: Well, yeah, he's done worse than not doing anything for them. He's kept them poor. You're exactly right.
0: Uh, so, uh, so has Damon Thayer. Uh, it's it's uh, so has Stivers. Uh, those are the folks that are keeping the people in the small towns and rural areas poor. Now, and, and, and does the Republican majority go to go to the House, of, uh,
1: go to the legislature in Kentucky, and start working on water bills? Um, or start working on uh, road bills or start working on education bills or provide support to the governor even if they agree in part to work out a joint plan to keep us safe during the pandemic. No, they don't do any of those things. They go to the legislature in Frankfurt and their first eight bills that they're bragging about. Damon Thayer is giving a press conference today in which he's bragging about the successes that they've already had in the House of Representatives or in the, in the Kentucky legislature. And it's, it's all about limiting the governor's power. It's all about redirecting the courts out of Frankfurt, because they consider them liberal and progressive courts. It's all about um, impeachment articles against Andy Bashir, It's all about abortion. In other words, quite literally, either things that are absolutely frauds or are unnecessary. Um, and in doing so, this majority— in our legislature, in the state legislature, here we are, you know, if we're not 48th or 49th in some category in the United States, we've had a good year. Uh, and they're doing nothing to help the people of Kentucky. Nothing.
0: Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, uh, there's still, uh, uh, as long as Trump is president, he still may pardon the people who uh, invaded the Capitol. and. Uh, <laughs> So it's that possibility is there. So I'm hoping that when Merrick Garland takes over as Attorney General, one, the first thing he needs to do is revoke the bond of the domestic terrorists. Uh that's the first thing. Uh two that is it the best way to 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 build confidence in people is to send everybody a message. And so what Merrick Garland could do One is revoke bond, because if you're a terrorist, I don't know what kind of bond uh, you're supposed to get. Uh, 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 And so, two, they can be detained at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, because that's where terrorists are supposed to sit and then they can have video hearings. And I I believe that everybody should have a right to a fair trial so the federal public defenders can be flown in for people who can't afford attorneys. Their domestic attorneys can be flown in. I believe that we should take the fees off the phone calls so they could call their loved ones. That is, uh, revoke bond, let them sit in Guantanamo Bay and think about things. Uh, Because we can't... uh, uh, Half folks uh, think that this is like getting in a fight in a bar, and then you, uh, you know, you you pick up the trash for a couple of weeks and then go home. No, you invaded the capital of the United States of America. No. Well, you didn't just invade the capital of the United States of America, and, and, I, and Kay, I've got mixed feelings about <laughs> about what it is because oh, I understand. what we did uh, during the uh, during
1: the so-called war on terror. But uh, I certainly understand your uh, emotion in that regard, and I do agree about bail. Um, But, you know, again, the more evidence has come out, and it's only been a week, uh, it it wasn't just a rowdy crowd that busted through some—it apparently was not just a a rowdy crowd that busted through some barriers and made its way into the Capitol and took a tour. Um, And it wasn't just the guy with the prisoner uh, of war uh, zip ties, either. There was apparently a, a, a quite serious plan that was being executed. To execute members of Congress and the vice president of the United States. And I I think that as time goes, we're going to find, it sounds like we're going to find even more out about that. And if that's the case, then those people should pay the price.
0: Uh, A severe price. One of
1: the first points you made
0: on... on, Mark, I want to thank you for...